single week I say I've got to stop playing that tune because it's going to be cursed soon and one day it won't be our blue heaven but welcome to our blue heaven it's still going unbelievable and welcome to my guest this week Mr Matt Macon how are you Matt? Thank you for having me on Graham I'm I'm really good at the moment and long may that intro continue. Yes exactly yeah Um, I must admit Matt's looking very smart he's just come from work bless him he does have a blemish on his collar though which uh, you can tell us about if you wish ah it's the pin badge for the uh for my workplace and uh unfortunately the color scheme doesn't quite match um Ipswich Town standards, but do you want to tell them why the colour scheme doesn't match? Come on, Matt, oh, be honest, well, be honest. It's got some yellow and some green next to it. It's, it's actually yellow and green, isn't it, Matt? Be it a is, good point. It is. It's not. It's not gold and green. It is, it is yellow. It is and yellow green. and green. Power powers outside of my control. <laughs> yellow and green should never be seen. Remember that, children. Um, right. Well, Matt. Later on in the uh, show, will uh, tell us exactly what's going to be in our. Um, Turnstile Blue, isn't it? There's so many things going on with the word blue in. And uh, the Turnstile Blue fanzine, which is out on Saturday, I believe, Matt. From That's the, correct. Before the uh, Preston game. Yes. And uh, Matt will fill us in with uh, well, what's inside it, basically. Won't you, Matt? Absolutely. That's great. And uh, I'll look forward to that. And I'll look forward to trying to find a pound again when I've, I haven't used cash for about three 30 years. I'll add it onto the slate, Graham. Add it onto the slate. Actually, didn't, didn't someone buy it for me last time, I think? I think so. I think so. But, uh, yes. So it's, I don't know if anyone else out there doesn't use cash anymore. I haven't used it for ages. I've had to use it on holiday because some countries need, you know, they only use cash. But um, I haven't used it for ages and ages. I very rarely do myself. Although, a group of friends, we went to Great Yard last weekend and we visited the Greyhound track. And you can okay. only use cash on the tote desks. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had to remember to get cash out before we went to the track because the one cash machine at the, at the stadium charges you £2 per withdrawal. Oh, very clever. So they're making money before you even <laughs> get in. how they get you. Superb stuff. Oh, excellent. Okay, mate. Well, last night, what a game. Did you see it or you didn't see it? Did you all of it? I didn't, sadly, no. Unfortunately, my, um, my job involves having to do evening meetings from time to time. And um, one of them clashed with with last night, and uh, even though it was only in Melton, there was there was no way I was getting away. I think it was about it was about just after eight thirty that the, the uh, meeting yeah. finished. So by the time I got back to Ipswich and parked you know, up, and, yeah, yeah, parked up, and uh, it would have had no joy. But I have watched um, the goals back, and yeah, I've spoken to a lot of people who were there, um, and it just sounds like it was the complete performance, really. It was amazing, actually. I, 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 like a lot of people, I believe. I'm, I'm, I'm always a bit uh, negative, anyway. But, <laughs> but a lot of people were saying this could be the, the game where it does does sort of get a bit mm. sticky, you know, and uh, may not win it comfortably, like we have been. For well, I said to you in the green room, I yeah. going into this week after Huddersfield, I thought out of the two fixtures, Hull and Preston, this was probably the stickier one because they 
quietly been quite good this season mm. under Liam Rosinia. They'd only they'd lost on the opening day and then and then they won the next eight, hadn't they? Yeah. Um so to to dispatch a good team in the top ten, three nil, having taken the lead in the first five, six minutes, it's um it's a real statement of where we are at the moment. Yeah, and I thought um I thought Hull actually looked well. <laughs> you say the first five or six minutes; that was about the only time they really looked quite good. Uh, and I thought oh, they were a quick, precision passing side, and uh, you know it's not going to be an easy one. But then once we did click, and once Burns uh, scored, it was what just, a goal! What yeah, a goal! I've seen, I've seen the the turn to be highlight, and I think somebody sent me a, a video clip highlight on. I was going to say Twitter X. Sorry, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, whatever yeah, the Musketeers calling it these days. It was, it was a great view from behind. Behind um, Wes Burns um, for the goal, I think it might have been Sky Sports News or something. But just just the way he was able to to control the ball and, and just send it across the other way, um, it's a superb goal. Um, and he's off the mark now. And from what I understand, it was very much back to his best last night. Yeah, and that was that was the uh, that, that was straight from the back, wasn't it? From from the goalkeeper mm. right through. The second one certainly was. Was that the second goal? Second one. I'm Se- trying to think. Second. It's well, been let's put off by a phone call. Goal. Can you believe there's a phone call in the middle of this show? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That was the second, the se- the second goal. And I, um, I think the club highlighted it on, on social media last night. Um, and in fact, it, it was right out from the back and it started with Lackey kind of turning yeah. to Hull oh, players yes, that little back, um, when he was yeah. being pressed. Um, and it's... And it, when will people learn? And I hope they don't. You cannot give Connor Chaplin that much space no. on the edge of the box without no. getting punished. And it's it's a sight we saw so many times last season that he just t- cushions the ball, just takes t- touch control it, and then just whacks it into the top corner. Mm. And there's no way the keeper's getting that. And it's easy in hindsight when you're watching the replay, you know he's about to score, but you you see you see Davis pick him out in space there, and you think that that's his main area of operation and. He's nine times out of ten. He's going to score. He just he strikes the ball so well. I've been say I've said this before, and I'm sure other people have that have played football at any level. It's often the little guys or the thin, spindly guys that can really whack a football. And I'm a quite a yeah. uh, you know chunky guy, and I can't really strike a ball particularly well. No. you look at someone like Chaplin, you think, how does he do that? But yeah, yeah. But he, he's a very clever player as well because he's just hung back there. The, the defence were all looking at George Hurst hanging on that back post, expecting a cross in, and and instead it's 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 a it's ball along the floor to Chaplin, floor, yeah. and he's, he's almost got the freedom of the borough there yeah. to um, to take his time and place that shot. And boy, did he! Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that I th- I think we need to eliminate uh, Morsi from the player of the match because he he wins it just about every game when he he's does. playing. I think. I think did Burns get it in the end last Yeah, I think night? so. I would but I think Morsey goes Morsey really goes unnoticed because he's so good and he's so yeah. consistently good and I think we all and I know you, you listen to KOA and Blue Monday or whatever, they all say the same. He almost goes unnoticed in the player of the match yeah. conversation because he's just so consistently good. I think he probably stood out a lot last night because we we certainly missed him against Huddersfield on Saturday. Um but yeah, he's oh, it's going to be a bit of a shame if we do lose him for the um, for Afcon mm. in um, well, yeah, in January, it, and it could be more than just him as well. Could be more than him. But then we saw Edmonton step up last night. Yeah. Burgess goes away for yes for us. the Asian Cup, and I, I was at the Wolves game last week, and when Edmonton played, and 
he really looked back to his best that night as well. You know, he seemed to have kind of shaken off this injury that's been dogging him and he, he got crunched towards the end of that game mm. as well and you all think it was kind of collective intake of breath where I was sat with um, with uh, with Team Skeet mm. and uh, you think oh here we go it's again but he, he got himself back up and it sounds like he, he's kicked on from that Wolves game yeah. last night as well yeah absolutely yeah um, why, why, why I was saying we should eliminate Morsi from the thing because he wins it so often is because I thought actually my player of the, of the, uh, of the game last night was in fact Hurst. I thought he ran his socks off and he held the ball up when he had to. He ran out the player when he had to. He was ready for the long ball, which scored. That's the third goal, wasn't it? So yeah. Again, straight from Fladke. Yeah, and that that we for all of our nice, quick counter-attacking, one-touch passing, that was. It's a bit old school route one, really. But Hurst again, he just bust a lung to get down that left-hand yeah. side and put the ball in. It's a scruffy finish from Arnes. I'm not sure if that takes a takes a nick of the defender or comes back out to him and Harness taps it in again but yeah if Hurst doesn't do that that he, he's not making that cross yeah. and his his work rate last season and this season is it's just incredible it's not it's not what you kind of expect from from your number 9 no um and again that that goes unnoticed because he just he's so consistently good with it yeah um and he's been involved even though it's that typical Kieran McKenna number nine as well that they don't have to be scoring goals all the time they're mm. involved in the creation all three support players behind him last night scored and he didn't he's great. and you look how happy he was when Harness scored as oh, well absolutely. You, you watch the town TV replay and he's absolutely made up that his mate has, has got one in and Harness sounds like he deserved it again excellent against Wolves hat-trick of assists last week and it yeah. sounds like he, he put in another shift again oh he was superb yesterday in it, fact there wasn't a it wasn't a weak link in the side yesterday. I don't demonstrates think the depth in the squad yeah. because you think with Broadhead out, Burgess dropping out. We all thought it was an injury, but it was tactical. It mm. turns out, um, and and again, it's it, same as the Wolves game. I'll keep going back to the Wolves game because it's the last one I went to. But the, the the depth, yeah, there we go. And uh, but the um, the last couple of games certainly have shown that that ethos, that never say die attitude, that don't know when we've beaten mentality runs right through the squad not just the start and 11 but the whole squad and I think that that's part of how special Kieran McKenna is that he's he's got that buy-in from all 25 players not mm. just the 11 that start league games it's that it's phenomenal really yeah no I agree I agree um don't know what to say. I mean, he's, there's so many superlatives be it going his way, isn't there? So, uh, yeah. yeah. Should we go into tweets before we uh, run out of time I for you? I think your... we should. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's some good ones there. Yeah, well, hopefully. Um, right. Here we go. These are, as per usual, as they came in and are as follows. Alex Morton, who actually he sent his in a couple of days ago. Early question for Wednesday. What match would you most like to have replayed? That Chelsea goal into the side netting or the 1975 FA Cup semi-final replay? Well, that's easy for me. You probably won't know what I'm going to say, I'm going to defer, defer to your elder wisdom. Yeah, well, that, that's easy. That's the FA Cup semi-final replay because Clive Thomas ran that game. Oh, uh, cool. yeah. don't swear before and he was on the yet, books. Graham. He was on the books of that colour that you're wearing as well, uh, Clive Thomas. So he had every reason to disallow two goals and we were all over West Ham in that game. So that should be replayed. VAR wouldn't have allowed it. We'd have won the cup. Because <laughs> uh, I think it was only Preston who were in the second division at that time that that they had to play or something like that mm. in the final um, but the Chelsea goal I was also at that game where um, Chelsea did score this uh, in quotes goal that went into the side netting mm. the, the Chelsea players didn't celebrate the Ipswich 
David Best was in goal, he went to take the goal kick, and then the ref was given a goal. And I, I, I see. You Watford, must have seen it on YouTube. I've seen that one. I've all, it's also very similar to the, the Reading Watford. I think Watford were uh, very much taking the mick out of uh, mm. Mr. Klopp on social media earlier today, where they were tagging Reading, asking for a replay, the famous, uh, the famous goal, ghost goal of uh, many years ago. Yeah. Now, and it's. Uh, Seems that yeah, I think he's uh, he's gone a little bit accidental partridge there asking for that game to be replayed. Yeah, Puff, don't have much luck. That was at Stamford Bridge. Mm. Um, from Rich, Rich Woodward. Ah, lovely Rich, who's uh, at uh, Ips Rich on Twitter. Question one: Is the season so far a dream? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I do keep thinking I'm going to wake up and it's lockdown and we are tanking a good start under Paul Lambert and we're still owned by Marcus Evans it really it almost feels too good to be true mm. well the last 23 years we've not really been allowed nice things that's true we <laughs> have, we need nice things and secondly who is your pick for Ipswich Town's top performer for the season both so far for men and women big love to you both thank you Rich oh, uh, same me. to you he's good and he, um, he knows you watch the women's games as well he does he? Well, so. Rich and I obviously both um, uh, on the committee for Ipswich Town Women's Supporters Club so I mean for the men's team I mean, it's, it's really easy picks for me but there's, there's a lot of honourable mentions but I won't go through them all because we'll run out of time but for the men obviously it's it's Sammy Morsey he's, he's just carried on um, where he left off at the end of last season he's so so vital in that, that middle of the pitch and mm. as I said earlier we missed out on Saturday by the sound of things and for the women's team uh, it's Natasha Thomas and it's not just the goal haul but the, the performances she's putting in at the moment and again similar similar to what we were saying about George Hurst earlier she's mm. she's a sort of forward that will help create goals as well as score goals um, but she, she seems to have hit a really sort of rich vein of form and I know she was saying uh, in the build up before the Cheltenham game the other week which uh, Ipswich women won eight nil, and she got four goals. And she was saying, "She's she's really pleased with her performances, not just her her goal scoring." Um, and yeah, it's but again, there's just so many good players on both sides that you you could pick. Really, it's 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 nice to have that choices rather than just voting Bart Player of the Season every year like we were doing. Yeah, before. no, absolutely. Um, and I'll go with um, Morsi and Natasha Thomas. Um, thank you for that, Rich. See you Saturday. Oh, I haven't got my ticket. Oh, we'll have to sort that out. Um, Dino, Dean Mitchell. Hello, mate. Uh, smiling after last night's great performance. I came out of the ground last night thinking, are we actually better than we actually think we are? Um, after years of rubbish, we think things can fall apart at any second, which is what we're all doing, aren't we? But it's not happening. But actually, we have a most dynamic and fantastic team. So are we the real deal? It's starting to feel that way. We're 10 games in now. Yeah, we've got twenty five points. Got us nearly a quarter of the way through the exactly. season. We've won eight. We've drawn one. We've lost one. And that one that we lost, we still scored three goals. Yeah, against a very good Leeds team, and just had a, a mad ten minutes with a um, at the back with a front line that's worth nearly a hundred million pounds. You know, and, and it's a front line, front four that no one's going to face again because Sinister has now gone to Bournemouth. So yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's start. Yeah, it's one game at a time still for me. Same, that same ethos we had at the end of last season, but it's starting to feel it's more than just a, a fluky start. You know, we're we're not just getting fluky results. We're winning well, like last night. Mm. Um, when we are conceding goals, like the Cardiff game and the Blackburn game, it, it's very much what I call Vindaloo football. You know, we're going to score Vindaloo. one more than you. It very yeah. kind of evo- evokes kind of Joe Royal in the mid two thousands. Really, we, we're not going to be tight at the back, but we're getting lots of different wins. We're getting tight wins. We're grinding out wins we're blowing teams away you know we're coming we're running towards adversity in games yeah, to um yeah to to coin to a phrase one, yeah um it's 
yeah, one game at a time. Let's see, we've got, we've got that tricky run coming up before Christmas. That will be the real telling, but we're building a good base of points now. As, as somebody in a group chat I was in with tongue firmly to said last, only seven points from safety. It's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? And how many is it? 14 players that have now scored or 13? Fifth, I think it was it 15 last night. Is it 15? With, I can't with, remember. Um, with Burns and Harness getting on the score sheet. It's an evolution <coughs> from last season. The goals are coming from all over the pitch. That, that mythical... 20 goal a season striker isn't needed, needed no. really although we had a 20 goal a season forward in Connor Chaplin last yeah. year you know but if you're sharing the goals around everyone's chipping in from that flat front line you don't need that that mythical number nine of old who's going no. and the number nine we do have is is plays such an important role regardless of whether he scores or mm, not doesn't he absolutely um Tucker hello mate not heard from running Tucker for ages he's running Tucker at, on Twitter Quick comment first, you played an important part in calling out the previous regime for their mismanagement of our club and take some credit for the fact that he is no longer involved. Well, I'm not sure I did. You mean the show? I hope I hope he, I think he might mean Turnstile Blues. <coughs> he might well do, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, I think we're all happy that, that uh, we've moved on from there. Thanks for that, Tugger. Um, secondly, although the new ownership group are seemingly doing everything right at the moment, what concerns you? Yeah, so they're not perfect. Um, and I think I've probably got to echo what um, Stephen Skeet was saying on the show a few weeks ago about the membership scheme. I think um, they've not quite got that right. I think the price point, similar to Stephen's, the £40 per person, I think that there's no family option, isn't very inclusive. Um, I know a, a, a big sea change in how sort of the away tickets were done was always going to... It wasn't going to be perfect, but I feel... It was missing fundamentals, not having the ticket touting policy and a resale facility in place before mm. you've launched it. Um, I think it. I know that the, the old system with the gold card was was broken. It wasn't fit for purpose anymore. Um, and I've got no problem with the loyalty point system. I just think it it could be better. And it, it did smack of taking advantage of the good feeling mm. around the club at the moment. Um, and I suppose I don't know if you want to carry on question. Or that's a good point to talk about Turnstar Blues at that point. Is you can, yeah. I mean, giving us a, a you, bit of a segue. Do you want to? Yeah, we can break up this with um, a Turnstar Blues segment. You can yeah. tell us exactly what's what McKenna needs. <laughs> well, on. this is it, and and you'll see. Hint, this is going to be our, our last issue of Turnstar Blues. Is it really? Um, Why is that? Well, at least for a while. Well, we're eleven years in, twenty nine issues. Um, so we, we've taken the decision collectively. Um, to stop for now when we when we started in 2012 um it was to highlight the issues with the um the way marcus evans was running the club the title came from that what we consider now that infamous statement from simon clegg the tone deaf um press release where he made a massive deal about the uh west end turnstiles having yes. been uh, repainted yeah. Yeah. um and we're at that point things have changed so much then and yes ownership should always be Scrutinised should always be challenged, but I think and where we are now with Game Changer compared to where we were with Marcus Evans is entirely different, and it, it's it's difficult. <laughs> it, it's um it's a byproduct of the success at the moment that it, it's difficult to have sort of a consistent theme about what we're calling that. So we we never say never that we we won't bring it back if ever the need arise. We we we're all still good friends, um but we've got we've done one last issue which actually <laughs> I feel we're going out on a high with this one. Um so we have got a piece about the importance of of holding fans holding owners to account. 
account. Um, we've also got a piece in there from Steve Moore about the the four years in the wilderness and the one was it was it all worth it to get to where we are now. Um, we've got part two of the Marcus Stewart interview that was in the last issue last one, at yeah, the end of last remember, season. Remember so that. he was Emma on the front, Cor- wasn't he? He was Emma Corlett's um, interview with Marcus. He put the second half in, in there. Um, I've previewed. Well, when I wrote it, it was a bit of a preview of the ITFC women's uh, season. Also taking a look back at um, Scott Duncan, who's probably another another manager who sort of trod the road from Manchester to Ipswich. Yeah. Um, for, for, for those younger people who want to read about that. Um, talking about the membership scheme, Rob Freeman has put a critical eye over the membership scheme, what it means, uh, said its impact in terms of inclusivity and what the club maybe could be doing better about. And of course, we've got some irreverent humour nonsense in there as we always no like to smut do, i hope to keep no smut no no smut right no no. Smut, no, but yeah the the usual kind of keeping it light but um yeah another another bumper issue the last bumper issue uh still only a pound um and we'll be going on sale from all our usual locations around the ground from about one thirty on saturday so it's normally sellers by um uh, between sir ralph and the kevin's kevin Beatty statue might it also be available slightly earlier in a pub? it will be yes it <laughs> will i'm hoping it will be uh, open uh, open available slightly earlier in the pub um at the greyhound um we'll also be putting some copies online so if you keep an eye no, on our cool. um, social media accounts um there'll be some available via ebay for those that can't get to the preston game um come and find us early we usually sell out on on day one so this will probably be the only fixture it's on sale and once the print run's gone it's gone um and probably it's just this point it's just to say thank you to everybody who's sort of bought copies of Turnstile Blues over the last 11 years and supported us. I think there was a time where we, we felt we were a bit of a lone voice um, in in the community criticising Marcus Evans, but there, there was a core of people. And I think as people started to wake up to just how bad yeah, we were running, yeah. we obviously saw sales creeping up, but um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed that people have sort of sought us out for us. And, and we've had plenty of kind comments in person and uh, over social media and email over the years. So just thank you very much. You, you've all made it worthwhile putting the hours in sort of writing um getting the designs together getting it printed leaving the pub early to sell it <laughs> so yeah just so on, i think on behalf of all the, the turnstiles collective thank you yeah so it could be a collector's edition if you buy the last one absolutely absolutely uh thank you for that matt uh quickly then rattling through the last um tractor boy down under that's ben hello ben hi gb and he lives down under obviously just, just in case you didn't know uh hi gb and mm love the show i've spent my whole life thinking god was the big man in the sky but it turns out it's a man called kieran mckenna a simple question that will be common now it's 10 games in and the table has taken shape are we serious promotion contenders quickly matt i think like i said earlier it's starting to look that way um, I think we'll know for sure once we've hit that that tricky run before Christmas. Mm. That'll be not exactly in the making of us, but I think that'll give us a, a yeah. good indication of where we're going to be in the new year. And it also injuries and then the Asian Cup thing, yeah. which is going to yeah. lose the plot and players. Yeah, well, remember the championship comes thick and fast. Yes, exactly. Kevin Beatty Foundation, young Malk. Hello, Malk. Uh, evening, guys. Time to pinch ourselves. McKenna's the hottest property, it seems, with clubs eyeing him up. How much would ITFC need compensation? Why should he go? Billions. Shame about Turnstile Blue if it's the last one, as it's always been a good read. Keep up the great show, GB. See you Saturday with Chambo. Yes, yes, indeed. Kev. Thank you, uh, Matt. That's very, very Mel, kind yeah. comments. I, 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 
to, to coin a Mick McCarthy phrase, Ashton's no mug, is he? I suspect when that new deal was done in the summer, there's going to be a fairly hefty release clause. And I think it's really got, for Kieran McKenna, it's got to be the right kind of club to go. I don't in. think he's going to go in a hurry. I no, don't. He, he, will, he, he was very open about he picked us as well as us yeah, picking him. And absolutely. I think he can be very the same. And noise has been made about your Brighton's and Brentford's and that, but I think he, he will really want to go somewhere where he's got a project. And I think he he sees this as a project as well and he won't necessarily, he would take a massive offer from a very big club to dislodge him before he, yeah, he, I, leaves, I don't think before he gets us yeah, into the Premier League. I think he, he's got work to do before he goes. I think, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, this is some slow ball. Good evening, Heartbreaker. Good evening, Dreammaker. Love the show. Great result last night. Super team performance and I thought Burns played well. Super goal. He was much better than Saturday. Some fans shouldn't confuse working hard with putting in a good performance, he says. But I guess that's the binary world we live in. I blame social media. (laughs) Um, A good point in the end at Huddersfield. We missed Morsey, but I'm guessing you've already said that. And yes, I did meet up with David Diamond before the game. Never mind. (laughs) Question for the panel. Given the form of Hladke, whose distribution was excellent last night? and was player of the match on Saturday should Walton remain on the bench also does Sladke get paid by cheque good day to you keep smiling God bless Marlon Harwood um, so the question should yes. he get back in the team I've, not straight away I was initially of the point that bring Walton straight back in but actually over the last week or half I'm thinking yeah there's no rush to there's no rush okay, to ok we have to go quick prediction Saturday 3-0 town 3-0 town my goodness gracious thank you Matt till next week take care everyone bye bye 